April 18, 2021. Episode 7. We're out here. Way out, The Man with Bands Podcast. Your <laughs> weekly sports forecast. Man dropping bars. I don't know about you, but I have not that much news. Just got little history facts, and that's about it for me. <laughs> history facts? History facts. I've been telling you, man. Professor Bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Professor Bands. I gotta do a little research. Like this one right here. On June 8th, 1966. That's a long time ago. That's when the NFL merger began. And they merged in. The National Football League and the American Football League. And since then, there's only been five wide receivers. Five J-Bands. That have had 1,400 reception yards and 16 touchdowns. Only five since June 8, 1966. It's pretty mind-blowing. Can you name two? When you think back then till today, can you just name me one then? One of the GOAT receivers. Name me two. Two GOAT receivers. And I'll let you know if they were on this list of Uh, five. Jerry Rice. Okay. Randy Moss. Oh, he's on the roll. Is he going to name them all? (laughs) Shit. Uh... Uh, yeah. That's it? <clears throat> I just needed two. Uh, is Rod Smith over? Nah. You, you're on a roll, though. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss. Tom Oh, he's on a roll! <laughs> he's answering for me. Damn. Can you name the last two? I'll give you a hint on one. One was with the Lions. Oh, Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. And the fifth had a crazy-ass fucking season in 04. Moosin Muhammad for the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Damn, back with Jake the Lone, So Who the fuck is that guy? Number 87? Moosin Muhammad? One of the <laughs> fucking <laughs> goats. That's like, I think That's some history, was, though. Yeah. I want to say, hey, his, who's y'all's quarterback at that time? I think Jake DeLong, if I'm not mistaken. Jake DeLong. But yeah. That's, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I think, I think that boy even played. Yeah, he did. He played with my boy Steve Smith. So I was watching. I became a fan because of Steve Smith, but look at that. Only five receivers, and Jay Van named all four. That's crazy. And I had to get the Moose and Muhammad out the way. Oh, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Stephon Diggs? Wasn't he pretty close this last season? Shit. Wasn't, what's his name? Super close, too. But on the running back edge, uh, Adrian Peterson, when he was on. Oh, yeah. He needed like a few yards just to break a record or something like that. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Where is he at? Minnesota? Was he in Minnesota? Yeah, he's at Minnesota. That's where he, where he played his best football. Yeah, he's a beast, dude. That's if crazy. I remember right, it was him. I'm pretty sure it was him my dad was talking about. 
But my dad went to, you know, he'd been to a few football games. And uh, I think it was him, but he said his, his triceps were so big that he's, he's like, dude, it was freakishly unreal, like, how strong that dude was. <laughs> All day. I believe it. All day. That guy was a different beast. Another interesting fact that blew my mind. You put this on the Man With Bands Instagram stories. If y'all aren't following the Man With Bands on Instagram, I recommend y'all give it a little follow because he be putting some interesting things out there. Usually, he doesn't discriminate on the bands, so he has different types of sports on there, man, from football to MMA to he'll probably be like this is out of the little way but let me put this interesting fact out there because it blew my mind might have a baseball might have a basketball fact out there. <laughs> it's very interesting oh, yeah. but I saw this one and it blew my mind made me laugh too because all I do is run the ball because I can't pass <laughs> A minimum of 250 career rushes, averaging 6.24 yards per rush as a quarterback. Blake Bortles beats <laughs> that man, Lamar Jackson. And right be- behind Lamar, you have Marcus Mariota. Where's he at? Isn't he at the Raiders still? Didn't he like, take less money to stay there? <laughs> yeah. I think the Broncos tried to pick him up, but... Uh, Ooh, that would have been an uh, interesting pickup for y'all. Yeah, I would have... I don't know. I guess I wouldn't have minded it. My big thing is if we're going to keep Clark, I just want to bring somebody in who's going to like push him a little bit, be a little competitive, because the Broncos have been doing Drew Locke dirty, with not not bringing him real but, you know, competitive in that room. Oh, yeah, okay, I get you. <laughs> you know, That's why y'all want know, Teddy Bear? I just, yeah, I just want any... Any player that has the potential to be a starter, just to push him. And rather that, or like if we did draft, like I said before, you know, if we did draft a, a top prospect QB, I wouldn't like hate the idea. I'll, but, you know, there's a new, that new mob draft. Have you seen the updated ones? You know, now that some changes have been made on something. The only thing I've been tripping on since uh, we made this podcast and we had special guest Dollar Dollar Keith Box. The only thing I've been seeing is uh y'all really been talking with the Falcons about trading something to get up there to the number four pick. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, because it's kind of like football is kind of politics, too. And these GMs play little mind games sometimes and play little games. So, like, I've heard stuff like uh, we went to Justin Fields' second pro day. So, you know. If they're going to take time to do that type of stuff to go to their second one, it's kind of like that could easily be a smokescreen because if there's teams that are like a little in front of you and then if they're like, oh, he's going to go quarterback, I don't need to trade up or something like that, then they don't. And then like we catch we catch them, you know, technically slipping. And I just, don't, I just still don't understand who would y'all trade or just picks or I don't know. For who? For what? For oh, number for four. Like, Oh, yeah, the thing I saw was, it all varies, but, like, the more more common ones is, so we would get the overall fourth pick, they would get the overall ninth, they would get our first rounder next year, and then, like, another, like, a fourth and a third round next year. 
Hmm. I don't know. There's a few different ones, but it's all it all just depends. But you know, we'll know when we'll know if that does happen. But at this point, as a fan and as somebody who uh, I would do if I was operating that shit, I would keep my draft picks as much as I can right now. But that's what George Payton does, man. He drafts and he develops. Isn't that how uh, Drew Locke gained, like, what, seven inches on his cranium? <laughs> <laughs> he out there with Payton Manning getting the same head size. All them playbooks are finally downloading into that brain. Yeah, huh? they make special helmets for captains, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy he started yeah. to work a little more off him. He uh, took out all that rap music from the head and just downloaded a lot of playbooks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of audiobooks <laughs> on finding yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I think he's. My big thing is it just all depends on if he applies it right, because he could be the best teacher in the world. But if, you know, if he doesn't apply it right when Payton's not there, then it kind of doesn't matter. But. I don't know. It's just a lot more promising. That's why I talk, talk of Drew Locke. Just because he's doing more work than last season and he's training with the with the goat. He's a, huh? You're manifesting Drew Locke into existence to be good. <laughs> <laughs> People believe in manifestation. And that yeah, man, Jay Benz, been on that boat since last year. Still going strong. 2021, he said, COVID ain't stopping me. He ain't stopping yeah, us. No, I'm excited, bro. I'm real excited. But with that being said, with some of those mock drafts, I kind of like them because they have the Broncos picking up. And they saw the top prospect offensive tap, and I was like, Ooh, Ain't no way he's going to go that low. Number I nine? Yeah, well, the, the one that number, I mentioned. Number five getting them. Oh, I don't have Cincinnati. that exact one pulled up. Who? Cincinnati. Oh, we had them getting a chase. Wide receiver Jamar Chase. Would they have Falcons getting your member on that one? Trey I think Lance. they had Trey Lance. Kyle yeah. Pitts. I believe it was Trey Lance. That's interesting. Now, I haven't really been keeping up with the with the mock drafts because we're like what eleven days away. Damn. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> it's gonna be here really, really quick. Was it after next weekend? Couple of days. And then it's draft season three days in a row. Yes, sir. That's pretty interesting, man. I can't wait. I'm How did they do it? Suspense they... killing, killing me. What is it? Oh, the suspense? Yeah. I know. They do it, I think, first day is round one. That's it. Saw 32 teams, or all 32 picks. And then call it a day and then day two and three is just non-stop picks it's like a certain time to a certain time yeah that's pretty tight yeah there's been a would you go to one would i go to one yeah i think i'll go to one you'd go to a draft yeah <laughs> just be <laughs> out there trashed <laughs> just drinking some booze <laughs> waiting and it's like not even a halftime or not even a little performance like Triller puts on or nothing like that. It's just straight <laughs> football waiting. Suspense already killing me. I can't imagine being drunk in a room sitting down like oh my gosh, they're letting the whole fucking, what is it, three minute rounds? I'm not uh, quite sure. Yeah, yeah that would be fun, dude. <laughs> well, I would have to 
I feel like if I really wanted to get the most out of that experience, I feel like I really want to kind of study a little bit more on the college side before I return. Maybe like next year. Where when did the Cowboys get Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn, uh, this barely this. Uh, I want to say this off season or this past after he got fired from the Falcons. <laughs> he got fired from the Falcons. Dude, this. What we landed in a good spot, like what is he defensive coordinator now? Yeah, I guess the reason why I asked because uh, they're talking about him recreating like the Hawk three defensive scheme, something I guess like they did in Atlanta. But his it's because it was paired up with this this little article said he they Dallas might go out and get Patrick Sertan and yeah. uh, Richard Sherman to, to help develop the younger uh, defensive players. What is Richard gonna do? Is he good still? I feel like yeah, he's like yeah, a, he's even slower. He's just like, like, he's like Boston to me. A hype man. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's smart, dude. He's he's he has like a high football IQ, but he's just he's just lost that little pep in his step. You know what I mean? Mm. But he's still fast. So I don't know. Speaking on know. him, where where was he at? He was in 49ers. the 49ers, and then before that, he was in the Seahawks. Yes. Crazy fact about the Seahawks. <laughs> Since 2010, the most sacked QB in the NFL. <laughs> That's probably why that man is getting pissed. From 2010 to 2017, Russell Wilson. Seven <laughs> years. Being the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. 2018. Was this the start of Deshaun Watson? Is that when he got into the league? Any? No. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. 2018, Deshaun Watson. And then Russell was like, yes, finally, I'm not number one at most sacked quarterback. 2019, Russell Wilson again. (laughs) And then 2020 is Carson Wentz. Damn. A decade. I wonder what the Seahawks going to do with that. How are they going to make Russell happy? A whole decade, bro. From 2010 to 2020. And Russell Wilson was number one as the most Seth quarterback for eight years. Wow. That's. I'll be pissed too. What the fuck are y'all doing out here? And he's barely like. Why do I think he's five eight? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think he's like six foot, five, six five, foot zero. I'm saying five ten. <laughs> Is he? I'm, that's what I'm gonna say. I just, I just remember he's kind of shorter. Five eleven. Yeah. Keith Dobson size. God, imagine kept the second Keith. Oh, that's Cuzzo size too. Imagine second Cuzzo. Yeah, I thought Cuzzo was like six foot. Nah, he's five eleven. Yeah. That's interesting. That is crazy. Might have to uh, try to set Keith whenever I see that guy. <laughs> see how he feels. <laughs> see how I feel. It'd be like yeah. imagine Russell Wilson day in and day out. That happened to him. Should have had a 300-pound bodyguard for you, bro. And then another fun fact about him. Since 2017, Russell Wilson leads the NFL 
and past TDs and time sacked. So good on production, but bad on protection. That's pretty interesting. Is that his fault though? He, 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 he can pass in the pocket though. I was saying he has the most pass TDs since 2017, but he has no protection back there. So to from 2017 to have the most pass TDs but no protection, that's a mind blowing stat right there. Is slinging the ball to DK Metcalf. That's no Tyler Lockett's up in there for another four years. Hasn't he been there though? Yeah, but then there's something to like. Oh, a little extended. There's for another four years, yeah. Mm. He got some fans, too. Yeah. The most impressive one I saw was uh, Aaron Rodgers. Whenever, he has, like, the most touchdowns to uh, interception ratio. He's, like, the highest highest grade. Like, dang. It was, it was, it was like, mind-blowing better than uh, uh, Russell Wilson was up there and Tom Brady was up there. Since the start of 2019. The most reception touchdowns among tight ends. Who would be number one in your books? Who do you think? Is it Travis Kelsey? Ooh. Travis and Jared Cook are tied for second. 16 touchdowns each. Wow. Since the start of 2019. Tied for fourth, Darren Waller and Robert Tonyan. Can't really <laughs> say who they're from. My guess is. What are you saying? You don't know where they're from? Yeah. Darren Robert Waller. That's, he's a Raiders, dude. He's a badass. Oh, that's the boy you were guy. talking about. We were like, what? <laughs> what about Robert Tonyan? He, I believe he played on the Green Bay. Oh. He's oh. pretty good there. This last season, he put up some uh, pretty high, a few good DraftKings points. I was like, golly, who is this fucking guy? And I started drafting him, and he kept doing it, getting like two TDs. I was like, wow, I love this shit. So Travis Kelsey, Jared Cook, Darren Waller, Robert Tonyan. Who is number one, J-Bands? Can you name uh, an elite tight end? Well, I'll give you a hint. Oh, my wide receivers. They're not that good. I gotta throw it to this guy. He catches everything. Uh, I don't know. Are you, are you saying George Kittle? Nah. I'm saying Mark Andrews out of the Baltimore oh, Ravens. Damn. Thought my voice would have gave that away. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Lamar Jackson voice right there. <laughs> they can expect the Super Bowl out of me. Believe that. Nah, son. So you don't think they're even going to win their division? Baltimore Ravens are in the same division as the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland, given that pass rush defense with Jadavin Clowney. New addition with that <laughs> hard-hitting defense. Where are you, you going to run now, boy? You got to pass it. Who are you going to pass it to? Who they get? Sammy Watkins? Ravens. No, Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. That's what I'm saying. Uh -huh. I'm, talking, I'm talking as the, the Cleveland Browns defense right now. Uh -huh. like, where are you going to run today, boy? You ain't going nowhere, boy. 
You think you think they're gonna uh, be second Lamar Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I think they're gonna be second Lamar Jackson. He's too fast, dude. Where's he gonna go? You got Jada been clowning now. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. Got this. Beast. Did he record like zero sacks before he got injured? Just, you know, was it last season or the season before that? Who Lamar? No, Jadavion Clowney. Then he only then he record like Did zero sacks. That's what I was saying, like, but like, the season he did play, the mm-hmm. portion of the season he did play when he did get injured. Where was he at? Houston? Yeah, and then he got hurt, and then he went somewhere else. Dude. I'm tripping. I'm Let's over. see. He was at Houston from 2014 to 2018. Then he went to Seattle. Then he went to Tennessee. Yeah, and now he's in Cleveland. That's right. Let's see what we have here. Sacks. The only time he had zero sacks was his first year in Houston, and he only played four games and started two. Oh. And 2020 with Tennessee, he played eight games, started eight, zero sacks, but had a... Combined tackles of 19, 14 solo tackles, and 5 assists on the tackles. So 19 total. Hmm. I don't know, man. Them, them, them dirty dogs over there in England. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good. Pretty good defense. Yeah, some dogs. Then you have my boy out there, Baker. Just be chilling on the bench, I bet. Be like, hey, yo, Jadavin, you going to do something someday or what? <laughs> and he'd be like, what? Like on the on the defensive side, bro, like you going to fit in with the squad yet or you need some time? What, what you need? And then that boy's going to get all pissed off and be like, man, fucking quarterback calling me out. Going <laughs> <laughs> to go out there and tear up fucking Lamar Jackson. Give like, him a new like one. A dog. Dirty dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I can see it. Uh, do, they really, do, do they really have a lot? Their little wide receiver room is a little better, but is there a lot of you can You think, I'm not quite sure on that old line, but do you think uh, OBJ's going to gonna stay there? Yeah, I do. I saw uh, Russell Wilson, he was... He was talking to uh, Antonio Brown, trying to recruit him to the Seahawks. Mm. There's a few different pickups. I'm gonna. What if I roll through some of these, uh, some of these little signings, and, and let me know if you think one's interesting. Oh. I got the the Bucks signing Gio Bernard. Yeah, that was pretty interesting to me, because I was. Expecting him to come to the NFC South team called the Carolina Panthers, be a nice backup, but he's like, no, me and uh, Marshawn Lynch want to go over here. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn it, dude, are they getting Marshawn now? We don't have Marshawn, Geo, and motherfucking uh, what's his name? The the starter. Oh, Ronald Jones the second. Yeah. That's four, that'd be four studs if Marshawn ends up going. God, Lee. That's too many. 
or too many. Unless they're all just cool with splitting carries and just having fun, but I don't think I don't think no running backs. Pretty like sure Marshawn's gonna be sitting in the passenger seat if they if Tom day one on uh what's it called off season says hey we're getting another championship this year you know that right <laughs> and then Marshawn be like I'll say less boss I'm gonna call you boss from now on boss <laughs> Marshawn's dope as hell. Like him. One that surprised me was the Cardinals picking up James Conner. I didn't even realize he was I a I didn't know he was a so free agent. Well, that shit blew okay. my mind. For Arizona, they're making yeah. Wait, let me get my paper out. They're making the NFC West. Cardinals were my pick. And now it's just making a strong case for yeah, that. We're going oh, to have to roll through that real quick. Here in a minute, keep on going, though, with the. With the randoms. Bengals picked up wide receiver Thetis Moss. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. But the son of Randy Moss. I was about to say, ain't that Randy Moss's son? Yeah, they picked him up. And then uh, they're talking about picking up, I believe it was Chase, to wide receiver, the Jamar Chase. He's a rookie. Or, like, he's a... Yeah, but they're they're saying they're gonna uh, draft one of the LSU Tigers to bring bring the band back together because they all played together in college. What team is this? The Bengals. Ooh. They're like basically building a LSU Tiger, like uh, you know they're getting they're trying to build the same offense they had apparently. That's Ooh. what people were saying. Damn, that'd be pretty wild. Huh, that means Panay Sue will be still on the board if they do that. I'll, I'll take it. Do it. Y'all do it. I want that lineman. <laughs> I want the best lineman in this draft come Carolina. Y'all just get a quarterback. And then, uh, <laughs> One pickup that I did see that was pretty interesting, the Washington Griffins or Washington Warriors, whatever y'all The Washington think. Rubies? <laughs> I like that name. For the Washington Rubies? Uh, Washington Ruby. I wonder what the logo would change to. A badass fucking ruby. <laughs> <laughs> An emerald, but maroon. We hit like diamonds, bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what they they picked up some player apparently from Mexico. He was a basketball player named Samus. Huh? The fuck? Yes. His name is Samus Rios. <laughs> but he's gonna be apparently their tight end. I was about to say, I bet this is a big old boy tall. He's Reyes is six foot six, two hundred and sixty pounds. Two sixty. A ten point five broad jump. This guy's he a wrestler. Bench, Holy shit. He benched it thirty one times and his forty yard dash was a four sixty five. Damn. Imagine barely like getting That's, uh, like how you say sho- not shove, but like he's running full speed on the route, and like his shoulder pad hits your shoulder pad, and you fly. <laughs> Fuck! It's like some some picking up speed, like a jet. It's like he picked up the star off of Mario, dude. What the hell? I'm telling you, that's a big ass dude. Huh? Hell yeah! It's a that's beast. cool. It's a beast of a prospect. Just... What team is that that picked him up? The Washington football team. Ooh. That'd be Ron Rivera's favorite target, just like Greg Olson was back in the day for the Panthers. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be one to watch. 
for the Steeler fans out there, Vince Williams re-signed with y'all. Falcons. Cordell Patterson signed a one-year deal for $3 million. He's a wide receiver slash kickoff return guy. All right, so special teams. Yeah, it looks like it's baby. <laughs> <laughs> From Chicago. Uh, the, C- the Seahawks picked up Alden Smith on a one-year deal. That defensive player? Am I tripping? Yeah. Yeah. From the uh, Cowboys. Didn't Cowboys just pick somebody up? I don't know. It's all it's all I really had. Then uh what's his name? Quick guy. Marquise Goodwin was signed by the Chicago Bears. So Ooh. a speedy it's very speedy. Out of Lubbock, Texas. Five foot nine. Ooh. Been with the 49ers. And now he is with the Chicago Bears for the Red Rocket. QB Chicago Bears fans can't be excited about this year. Why? You, ain't, you don't have hope in the Red Rocket after getting his ass kicked in Dallas? You know, after, uh, a, yeah. after uh, an uh, L, after a hard L like that, after going out there and stayed and putting the whole fucking picture up uh, of like a letter that said oh I know that got hurt but y'all can trust me y'all can put your faith in me <laughs> and then go out there and get demolished day in and day out I'm pretty sure no you know in his defense uh, the Cowboys defense was like you always pick the team on DraftKings that was playing the Cowboys defense just cause like they were like I don't know, bro. I feel like there's just a lot of points being being built up on the Cowboys games. What do you mean? Like a lot of people, there's a the the score was always uh, oh high. Not, it's not always high, but like yeah, just like there's always that one player that just went off against them. It's just like dude. against the Cowboys defense, or I feel like this last season. That's what this one guy that I was uh, so so saying that, and you you're thinking. The Cowboys are going to have double-digit wins. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I'm telling you. I don't know. I just feel like the Cowboys this. I just feel like it's their their season. Like, whatever we name our little who's going to conference or the divisions, like, Cowboys is going to be my number one team in their division. The Cowboys. I'm just saying I'm just saying what I did. Like, A spiritual drafting, comeback, huh? That's what I did. Successful. The spiritual comeback. Double digits. So, NFL wins totals. Dallas. Nine and a half games. So, the odds are good for the over. You're going to bet. Let's say the odds are plus 300. Over. Nine and a half. You're going to take that? Yes. So they get nine wins. Your shit's done. Nope. He lost in bands. They, they get ten. That's fun. You're saying they're gonna go uh, a minimum of ten and seven. Yes. You know what? You got the let's see the the strength for the schedule. I don't know if this. I don't think it, is it out. For some I've reason. seen. Yeah, I don't know if this one's accurate. 
But this one says the Cowboys is 31st toughest schedule this season. Golly, saying it's a weak sauce? Is that what that Your means? Schedule? Well, I mean, if this thing's accurate, which I don't know because I've never been on this website, Eat, Drink, and Sleep Football. I've never, like, been on their website. But Sounds this legit. is what. <laughs> this says the Cowboys is the 31st uh, easiest schedule. So if that's the case, I'm for sure it's in this. Golly. I just have a feeling. Golly. I just have a feeling. 31st. There's 32 teams. Who's 32? Philadelphia Eagles. You're telling me they're going to have more wins than the Philly. Yes. 32nd with, uh, what's his name? Who the fuck's the quarterback's name? Yeah, and probably Dak Prescott got it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Boy, hurting out here trying to think of your name, boy. <laughs> Next time I ask, you better answer. Damn it. <laughs> Shit. Philly yeah. projected to oh. have seven wins with the Giants. And then, oh, yeah, you might be right. Dallas up there with nine and a half. And Washington, Rubies with eight. Tampa Bay, 11 and a half. New Orleans, nine and a half. Carolina, seven and a half. And Atlanta, seven. Huh. Hmm. I wouldn't take that. But... What about Denver? Oh, Denver's with us. Seven and a half. I guess just because we had the we had the same record, I'm guessing that's probably why. Broncos are scheduled for 27th hardest schedule in the league. Dang, so what are we like up there in the teens? Panthers 26th. Ooh, and y'all are what? 27? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Again, I don't know if this is accurate, but this is that I mean. Eat, drink, and sleep. Football sounds legit to me, Bob. <laughs> Pittsburgh has the hardest. Pittsburgh projected to have nine wins. And leading the pack is Kansas City with 12. Oh. I think they're going to be under that. I think they're going to be under that too. Oh, you can bet under it too? I think. I'm pretty sure. I think that's how it goes. I would have known right now, but I have to re-log in. <laughs> I'm about that shit. You see that uh, old boy Julian Edelman retired? He retired? Is that why they said they're uh, making cases if he's going to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Well, he got released because he failed his physical, from what I understand. And then he just was like, okay, I'll just retire. Damn. I, I didn't see, see that. No, I did not see that. I just didn't grow. <laughs> I, just didn't grow I felt like that would have been the NFL insider alert that I would have just got. Yeah? I don't know. Gronk said there's a 69% chance he'll be back. <laughs> I wish I could do Gronk's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dude's laugh. It's fucking hilarious. You see that, uh... You see what LaShawn McCoy said about Julius I saw something about LaShawn McCoy saying he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but I do. 
<laughs> yeah, basically. This guy that got, what, Super Bowl rings just for being on the team? Being on the bench. That's all he did. I think both of the Super Bowls, he averaged zero throughout the boards because <laughs> he's ass. Yeah, yeah. Just because you had a nice little season or two or three. Don't mean Dude, I, I didn't know. I didn't know Edelman was drafted as a seventh rounder. That was pretty crazy to me. That's probably why him and Tom Brady just be kicking it all the time. Speaking of Tom Brady, he can his uh his debut can legally drink some brewskis and buy some weed. <laughs> Twenty one <laughs> year since he's been drafted was two days ago on the sixteenth of April. That's crazy. 21 years in the league. Man's still winning rings. It's using his skill. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Who? Julian Edelman for retiring. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tom. I'm like, bro, what kind of question is that? Uh, Julian Edelman. You got his stats up or anything like that? This is... uh, I don't have his regular season and then postseason, but I have his overall stats. All right, so from 09 to 2020, 11 years, all as number 11. He played 137 games, 85 games started out of those 137. He was targeted 941 times and caught 620 of those 941. This is all just regular season. Ended with 6,822 yards. Averaged 11 yards per reception. Out of 137 games... He only had 36 touchdowns, Jay Vance. Sounds pretty low to me. Yeah. Hmm. His longest was a 77. He also rushed 58 times for 413 yards. And his longest was 47 run. He's throwing a few touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah. He's also fumbled 25 times. Yeah, he's really good. I just don't, I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame, but maybe like the little Patriots Hall of Fame, sure. But like not the Hall of Fame. Like the Carolina maybe. Panthers Hall of Honor that we have? Yeah, that see, something like that. But yeah, so I think like Hines Ward or Reggie Wade should be, a, be ahead of Julian Edelman. In 19 playoff games, 13 wins, 6 losses. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, yeah, I haven't 180 targets in the postseason, 118 receptions, 1,442 yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, I'd say he'd probably be like in the Hall of Honor for the New England Patriots. Yeah, I wouldn't I would make any fuss about that, but yeah, I don't think Hans Ward or someone like that, as far as wide receivers go, should be ahead of him. Yeah, as far as the Hall of Fame, you know, just so many. Makes me wonder, since he didn't win any t- uh, any 
Super Bowls, if Steve Smith's Hall of Fame material. He has pretty nice stats, though, right? I would say so. What yeah. I remember, oh. yeah, he was a beast. And that two inches so. shorter. But we never won the Super Bowl. We've been two. And uh, I don't know, dude. I think that should be considered. But I think individual stats, to in my eyes, would be more than just straight. Super Bowl wins, you know. Cause Don't they, like, like, put everything into consideration for a Hall of Fame? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, maybe. Then I don't know. I don't know if he will. He had tussles with teammates. He had uh, tussles with the opposition. <laughs> yeah. I suck, bitch, type shit. Yeah, he, he might. He's just very ferocious. That's why I loved it. I love that guy. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, probably not. Hall of Honor for sure, though. I think he already is. Yes. Starting Monday, the off season is starting for the Panthers. Is that throughout the whole league? Probably pretty sure, right? Yeah, that's like it's like voluntary. So the Broncos, so the Broncos were the first team to skip voluntary workouts, like. You know how they're gonna start and they do it for a few weeks and they go into like the official preseason or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Broncos were the first team to actually say that they were not gonna make it voluntary, or like not not make it a where you have to go to practice. Why is that? Yeah. For COVID protocol and stuff like that. It's just like, but I don't know. It's pretty interesting because right here says. It's going to be a four-week first phase, which includes two hours a day of virtual meetings. And it allows the weight room to be open, but limits to only 10 players at a time. Hmm. So what happens when like the whole offseason starts? Pretty oh. sure, Pretty sure the whole team is going to be out there. Not the whole 53-man roster, but, like, the whole team. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just seen on the Broncos forums that there's a lot of uh, a lot of people making a commotion, like, a lot of players making commotions saying, like, I, I, would, I could never skip my, you know, my chance to work hard and do something I love and stuff like that. Mm. So far, no one's openly opted out and said they're not going. So, I don't know. We'll see. That's pretty interesting. It is. Uh Monday starts off season, four week phase, and then weekend will get here soon, and then it's draft day. In a couple of days after that. Have you heard of this guy named Keelan Maud? No, sir. Keelan Maud. I guess he's like a. Like a later draft round wide receiver or quarterback, <clears throat> but uh, I, I seen the Broncos kind of showed interest in maybe picking him up. Is he a beast? I don't know. I just saying. I just I didn't really read thoroughly through the little article, but I was just saw it saying like how he how he has like promising potential. But you know he's a later round quarterback, so it's kind of like you know it's just is one of those things. So, I don't know, it was just kind of interesting because I was like, oh, man, maybe we will go, like, uh, you know, defense or, like, offensive tackle first round if we can. Hmm. That is pretty interesting. 
I'm going to get Michael Parsons. I would like that. Uh -huh. Let's see then. Oh, Jay Vans. I disagreed with four of your divisional picks. Feels like we should get feedback from you listeners out there. You subscribers. We disagreed on four of these picks. So what do you think? A little side wager. Should we have it with our picks? Tally up their wins? Or closest to first place? I, I, I don't know how we'll do this. Like, sir, are you saying like a point system? That's what I'm saying. I don't know how to do it. How would we do it? I only disagreed with the AFC and NFC West. I disagreed with the AFC and NFC East. Oh, no, I, I just disagreed with the NFC East and the AFC South. So four total picks were different. That means Browns and Packers would be the same for us. The Bills would be the same. And if you had to repick on a few of those... You know what I mean? Unless we just go off of the episode picks, then the AFC South was different. Just to make it as simple as possible, we could just go by like divisional wins. Just like so, if, you know, if one of us wins, you like say like I pick the Bills, and then say you pick like the Dolphins, and if the Bills won, then it'd be just me one point, you zero points, and then we've gone to the next one and so forth until we've done all the divisions. Then how are we going to do it? Like, say the Bills, the Browns, the Packers, we all agreed on. So that's just points, just tallying up. It's basically just going to go down to... The ones that we... Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. That's why it's like, I don't really understand how to do it. That's true. Huh. Yeah, we could do by overall wins, just like all the teams we did pick out of all their wins, and whoever has more wins at the end of the season. This, thinking about it now, that sounds like the same as the point system that you did about the. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, we get some feedback. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We need some help <laughs> from the listeners and subscribers out there. Because yeah. right now, the only thing I can think of is that, that first one you said, you know, so we just get, say, the Browns, Packers, Bills, and Carolina just hypothetically won. That's four picks. That's four and four. We're both tied. And then we got four different other teams that we disagreed on, so it just comes okay. down to those. How about this? What if we just re just go down there and pick pick as we go, just for those listeners who may be listening, and this is the first episode. They can just hear who we're picking. You down for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, AFC East, I got the Bills. And I also have the Bills. Josh Allen, man. Yeah, he's so. He's be nice. Yeah. AFC North. AFC North, I have them dirty dogs. <laughs> That's your I picked you, bro. I smell AFC Lamar Jackson South. in the air. <laughs> Get <more>. <laughs> <laughs> AFC South, who you got? This is one different. I got 
Uh, I'll pick the Titans if I had to pick. And I picked the Indianapolis Colts. Wentz, is Wentz better than uh, Rivers? Um, I hear he is. I hear he's yeah. supposedly a great, is what I always heard. I think he is too. AFC West. Ooh. Second year. What's his name? Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yep. Yes, sir. Who you got? Just because of the world, I got the Broncos. What's up? F the world with the Denver Broncos. So that's a disagreement we had on that one. So it might come down to the AFC West. Hey, we're one and five in our division. <laughs> Dang, I don't even think. Oh wait, we lost. Dang, I think we were too. To be honest, we beat the the Falcons once. And I yeah, said, y'all were. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Dang, we just had a lot of similarities. Same record, same divisional <laughs> wins and losses. Dude, I feel like the 2020 year manifested this podcast. <laughs> We got our asses kicked by. Nah, some of them are pretty close. Yeah, I'm counting on chemistry. Let's go. Consistency. Uh, NFC East. I definitely picked the Cowboys. And I picked the Washington Rubies. AKA Washington football team, just for everybody confused on the Rubies. They supposedly put out a email to all the Washington fans and they had a poll on uh, if we changed the names what would you like and I saw a picture and the one that stuck out to me was Washington Rubies sounds cool yeah I don't know I see the Panthers, Griffin Warriors and I don't know that's going to be tight be interesting though. I wonder how the fans feel about that they probably chose the Washington football team probably it felt like there was more than just those that were pictured I felt like there yeah. was like an actual whole list. Yeah, no, I bet. What do you think about the NFC North? NFC North. Packers show. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Wait, who's all in that? Packers, Bears, Lions, and Vikings? Yep. I kind of have a weird feeling about the... I kind of have a weird feeling about the Bears. Yeah? <laughs> Low-key, you feel like. Red Rocket is going to a spiritual comeback of the season. I've been meditating, but yeah, I think of the Packers. i got the Packers. On that one. Yeah, the Packers. NFC South. For all my bilingual listeners and <laughs> subscribers out there. Los Panteras de Carolina. This sounds pretty tight. Yeah, I remember the first time I heard it on the Mexican channel at my mom's house. I was like, yo, that's how you say our team name in Spanish? I like that. I'll start saying that. Carolina oh, Panthers. Oh, I think I... Yeah. I'm, I'm Where are you going? Look like you had a disagreement on this one, Pop. So, someone just... Something just... Yeah, I have a feeling about the Panthers this year. Like, the chart going to be really good. But I also have a feeling about uh, Winston. I feel like he, this might be his, like... You know, it's like it's making or breaking you. I feel like nah, might... not even. I said it on what is it? 
episode three, I think. He just said uh, Tampa Bay wasn't his cup of tea, but like, hey, there's something in the water that said, throw it, throw it, get this game <laughs> over with, just throw <laughs> it, man. And he just threw it, trying to get the game over with. I just want to be on the sidelines and drink me some more Gatorade. <laughs> they put an extra scoop of Gatorade, and it's just a very fruit punch. I, I want to taste it again. I think Sean Payne is just a better uh, QB coach. Like, I just feel like the whole – anytime I think of a, of a guy going to a new team, I always think of the city first. Like Tampa Bay compared to New Orleans – New Orleans is more uh, cultured, like yeah. they have festivities going on, and feel like everybody would be friendlier. While in Tampa Bay, it's just like, <laughs> "Sup, bro," and then go on with your day. While in New Orleans, it's like, "How you doing today, brother?" And they just, like you that. and then they just uh, give a whole five minute conversation about the weather and shit. You know, on Tampa Bay, it's just like, I don't know why, though. First thing that's popping in my head is just girls skating in bikinis. Like it is. It's just like looking around. He's like, damn, I want to get this game over with. I saw three, <laughs> three baddies out there skating. I need wow, to go dude. catch up to them. Since you talked them up so much, you played a little bit of uh, diversity on picks. I'm gonna say the Saints. Ooh, you think the Saints gonna keep on the uh, keep on rolling? First Maybe. place, first place, first place. Didn't they get first place? Yeah, but they just got oh. demolished by Tampa Bay. But that came. No. Yeah, no, they, get... they 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 got demolished. Or, or they demolished Tampa Bay. But like I'm talking about in the postseason, like. Didn't they get first place in the, oh. the season, but then they got demolished, like, that playoff yeah. game, like, pretty bad, too, but, yeah, like, 30 so. points or some shit? Yeah, in the regular season, though, they were 6-0. In their yeah. So, we'll see. I don't know. You think Tampa Bay's going to be as good? I know since they brought back all of, like, their starters, but do you think they're going to be as good as they were last year? Mm-hmm. I guess there's really no reason for them not to be. Mm-hmm. Especially now, more chemistry, and uh, the only thing that I had from last week is that Super Bowl high. That Super Bowl yeah. high might get you good, or it might get you like, damn. I want to just go back. I just want to fast forward to the celebration part again. I don't want this <laughs> fucking. They got an extra damn game now. Fuck. I just want to celebrate. Really, they have a really grounded quarterback now. Yeah, he's better than that. He's, he, I think he's, I think, oh, we'll see. That's gonna be. That, that's, I'm telling you, I was walking the dog and I could not make up my mind on Carolina, but I hear good things about Matt Rule. After he gets started, he gets better. The whole team, uh, Tampa Bay brought back all the old signings or like all the old picks, and now we got new picks. That's we got rookies. We got we just got some hungry. Hungry Panthers out there, ready to claw some faces off. Okay. Who'd you end up going with? Yeah. The Saints. All right, in the last division, NFC West. I'm going to stick with my Saints. Oh, well, I don't know. I said the Rams because I really think Matthew Stafford's like, I think he's going to be better than you know, Matthew Stafford and can't think of his name right now. I had it in the tip of my tongue. Who can cut? Nah, I'm talking about the coach. 
Oh, Sean McVay? Yeah. I like He's that man. Ass. I like He's that man favorite, a lot. He's one of my favorite coaches. I like that man a lot, but Tricky. I'm going with all the new picks. I'm going with James Conner and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I was I'm trying to trying to tweet like a, a cardinal right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was waiting on that J Band's whistle. There it is. Five picks different. Five? Cardinals, Chargers. Oh, Carolina. Colts, yeah, because I picked Carolina. And Washington. Oh, wow. I picked Carolina last time, and I was like, well, let's just make a little more diversity in these picks. Yeah, now, now this sounds like a like an actual wager compared to 4-4 four four type shit. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn, this stirs the pot up. Especially with our <laughs> our wager that was placed before we aired was that at the J Bands and Davina wedding, the loser is gonna have to get surrounded by everybody, and he has to go on a solo <laughs> dance freak. So it looks like I'm gonna be looking up some dancing videos of the <laughs> 70s because I believe the theme is 70s theme. <laughs> Hamburger meat hanging. Gold watch wearing. <laughs> pimp hat stun of shades with my cane. I might even have them boots that I stomp and a fucking knife just pops out of the tip. Don't get too close or I might cut you. Yeah. <laughs> so, nah, it's not gonna be seventies theme, but <laughs> the whole the loser is gonna have to get surrounded by basically everybody, and it's gonna have to go out there in a solo dance, which is gonna be recorded and posted everywhere. So it's kind of embarrassing, kind of fun, yeah. kind of nerve wracking. A little might, bit of everything. Might pee yourself out there. Who knows? And if, if if you fail and you start, if you start. If you're out there and you have to be out there dancing, if I see you start sweating a little bit, I might just get out there and just start cutting up with you. Oh, I thought you said if I fail. As I said, if I fail, I'd come up with a WWE kick-up <laughs> and just, whoop, I gotcha. Hit you with the Michael Jackson leg sweeps. <laughs> Grab the crotch. Yeah, yeah if, if you fall, you got to transition into the board. If I fall, I'm going to transition to that breakdance move where they just... Be like spinning on their back and shit, you know what I mean? The boot, fuckers, boot flies off the foot, the knife is still out there, it kind of slits somebody's ear and shit. <laughs> Whoops. So don't get too close. Watch out, watch out, watch out. So there goes that bed. It was a pretty nice bed. It's going to be very interesting. Especially um, if I win, I'm going to laugh. Like, <laughs> but I get prepared by looking at some dancing videos. Hey man, if if uh if you win and I lose, can you do me a favor? Oh snap! Can you uh <laughs> can you bring a fire extinguisher? Cause I'm gonna fight that dance while fire. <laughs> <laughs> by a mini one, just in case. <laughs> yeah, a mini one. <laughs> uh, we lit. Oh snap! 
Well, there it is. There's five. I got it written down here. It's recorded into eternity onto the web. It is recorded. Gonna be on my grave. This man lit the dancing floor on fire. (laughs) I love it. What you what you think, Jay Bands? You got any NFL news? Any Bronco news? Cause I'd had no Panther news. I got a little bit, just nothing too crazy. Just uh, just some things, a little statistic. Brandon McManus, he, I think he's like the best kicker in the league. You know, I don't know if that's biased. That's the yeah, biased. no, isn't there a a man named Justin <laughs> Tucker out there? I think Brandon McManus is better. It's last Ooh. season in 2021. He got a he was the he was the number one for 50 plus yard field goal. With ten field goals, and I thought that was pretty dope. Did he make a sixty-yarder? No, I think I don't know. No, I have to. No, it was, it was just fifties. But they they say he could go do sixty yards in practice. So I'm just waiting on it. He said he would attempt yard in practice. Justin Tucker is the most accurate kicker in NFL history. The only player to make at least 90% of his career field goals. He also kicked one of the 22 total field goals to be made in NFL history over 60 yards. Wow. His 61-yard kick in Detroit with time expiring won the Ravens the game. Golly. Tell me, Justin Tucker, like, there's this one post that happened was like, would you trust Justin Tucker kicking 100 field goals? Steph Curry hitting 100 free throws? And I forgot what the other ones were. I just remember them two, and I put my money on Justin Tucker hitting 100 field goals in a row. All right. I, I take back my comment. <laughs> what happened with Brandon, though? No, I think I think Brandon's still good, and he still has time to prove he's that good. But but yeah, no, he just he just he was the number one in twenty twenty with a fifty with a the most fifty plus yard field goals with a total of ten last season. Why was he doing that? Kind of curious on that, what? He had the most 50-yarders. <laughs> why, why is he kicking so much 50-yarders? Because he wanted practice, and he got with Drew Locke. And he said, hey, man, can you stop us at the 60? And he's like, yeah, I got you. He's like, all right. Uh, just for you? Anything, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I believe like in you. I believe you're the best kicker in the league. I like your style, kid. Let's I'm see. older than you. Hey. I just, Take I just it easy, kid. <laughs> I just seen this thing in Melbourne Gordon like 11 hours ago. He made, I guess, a pretty big stir, or his, his headlines anyway on the NFL app. But he's saying uh, he's tired of being underrated, like or like he just wants to be known as a great. So he's gonna bust out this next season. Who's this? Melvin Gordon the second. Oh, is that league. what you're saying? Like, before the thing there that you saw a little post about him? Yeah. And I stopped you with, uh, what's he doing? Actually helping grannies cross the street, not trying to roll them over. <laughs> man, that guy, he's a, he's a changed man. That was the old man. So now he's just going to be 
helping the helping the football cross that TD line. Yeah, he's good. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he just has to. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, besides that, we let Demarcus Walker walk. He's a uh, one of our defense players. We replaced him with Shamar Stevens from the Vikings. How's that? I was about to bring that up too. See, I mean, like, I love them Vikings players, don't you? George Payton, dude. Yeah. Uh, and then besides that, we re-signed Stephon, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Deontay Spencer. He's our kick returner slash wide receiver that we sometimes get the ball, like make it like eight yards. I saw that. Him. I saw that headline, but I didn't know who the dude was. No, yeah, he's he's a pretty good punt uh, returner, but you know, he doesn't get much action on the wide receiver. He's like wide receiver five or something. Oh, really? Yeah, I think our punt returner has. for a good minute was DJ Moore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty fast. But yeah, we picked him, we got him, we signed him. And then uh, I saw somebody interested in the Broncos want to do a, a number swap, how you said. Uh-huh. Did that and ever they, get approved? I don't know. I didn't follow up with it. I'm probably still voting on it. Saw Bradley Chubb may go from number 55 to number 9. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, oh, yeah. I wonder, wonder, if, uh, wonder if OBJ will change his shit. I don't know. He's been number 13 for a minute. But that's because he got into the league. Before that, he was... I'm not sure if he was number three. Let's see. OBJ. There's a Tiger, wasn't he? LSU Tiger? Yeah. Yeah, he was number three. Then he went up to the league, had to get number 13 because they're not able to get single digits. I think he would. Be Maybe I, was, I just hope he gets a problem. Yeah, I do too. I don't see why not. Hmm. It would make, make them more revenue anyway. People buy new jerseys and shit. Easily. Oh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> J-Benz. <laughs> I don't see, yeah, so like. And, you know, it's a business at the end of the day, so I just don't see. That's a really good business move, so I don't see why they wouldn't do it. Plus, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. Probably all the old heads. My best guess. Yeah. How you say it's a lot of politics into it. Yeah. You know, I got this. Back in number 13 OBJ jersey, and I don't plan on getting a new number on it. Like, <laughs> shut up, ho. I see this guy had like six Sam Darnold jerseys of the Jets, and he was just like, so sad. Ooh. I was like, damn. I wonder dude. if he's going to post a, a video of him burning them, or a, a picture of him putting a, a piece of paper on it that says, thank you. <laughs> when I see that, I just see like him lining up, throwing all of his six Jets jerseys in different, different colors on the bed. And then next thing you know, he just throws the Sam Donald Carolina Panther jersey on there. And he's oh, like, he's a new fan. Oh, a lot of those come on over. <laughs> I know I was going to do the thank you note on my CMC jersey if we had got rid of him. Which I was like, this is the stupidest fucking piece of garbage ass headline I've ever read in my fucking life. <laughs> the fuck you mean we're gonna get rid of Teddy Bear and CMC for Deshaun Watson? No, the, the city would have riot. 
No, nah, so, they would have. Everybody with us on the forums were all about it. For real? They, 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 uh, they accepted it. They're like, I honestly don't want to see CMC leave, but if we get to Sean Watson and pick up a nice running back, then we're going to be pretty good and we can get you Shut your ass up before I slap you, bro. Uh, CMC, you're talking about. Golly, haven't seen a good running back come in this league or this division since. We have had very good running backs, actually. Deshaun Foster, to D'Angelo Williams, to Jonathan Stewart, and now yeah. CMC. We've had good yeah, running backs. Yeah, good, yeah. I wonder who would have picked up. I'm kind of curious now, but fuck that. I want to know Deshaun Tuggy Master Watson <laughs> on our team. What the hell? Can get the whole team onto a new wave. Then you're going to see the whole Carolina Panthers offense and defense is accused by... 79 women. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Crazy ben, guy. I mean, too much. Too much. Yeah. If we had got rid of him, I was going to put a thank you. Thank you letter on it. Do a little Instagram post. CMC <laughs> on the bed. Thank you. No part shots you up. <laughs> Probably. That'd be nice. Thanks, guys. But yeah, besides that, that's about it as far as uh, NFL. Hmm. I really don't have too much about uh, fighting, but... Uh, you should. <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. Uh, you had bands on the bat. Jake Paul what? versus Ben Askren. Did you just watch the fight, or did you actually watch the event? You know, I had, I had found some guy streaming, and then uh, he was on recording it, and Justin Bieber was saying so, but he was just kind of talking and shit, recording it, because I had, I had live stream on YouTube, and then his shit just goes black, so I think they, I think they blocked him or something, they got him. And, then I, and then I switched real quick, and then there was this, like, I don't know, dude, it sounded like, like, uh, very nasally, like, way, like, more than, like, way more than me, and he was just, like, had a high-pitched voice. He was like, hit subscribe! Just hit subscribe to that yellow subscribe button right there! And you click into this link, just subscribe to my channel, guys! And then you just hear, like, I did it! You know, the comments, I did it! Just shut the fuck up! Or just shut up! And just mute mic! And then people, I mute my mic after I do it! So he muted, <laughs> the, he muted the fucking entire, the rest of the little event that I saw. Like the whole, everybody talking? Like the yeah. event? Yeah. And it was just him over it? Yeah, it was annoying as hell, but yeah, that's how I had to oh, watch Yeah. Have you ever seen a thriller event? I haven't. Bro, I'll tell you right now, I ended up uh, commenting on some dude's Twitter. He said that the UFC in a few months will imitate what Triller is doing. What? If I had that dude's fucking handle right now, if you're listening out there, you were higher than Oscar De La Hoya was last night. God dang. That boy Oscar De La Hoya went on commentary for like a match. That boy was super tweaked out of his mind, bro. Like, Really? I mean, oh. me and a few thousand, maybe hundred thousands of Americans, depending on who, how much watched the event, probably said the same thing. Even one of my favorite uh, broadcaster analysts, uh, Ariel Hawani was like, yo, I'm going to say it right now. Oscar 
is like he's lit. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it, he's lit, dude. That boy was off that tequila and cocaine, bro. And he probably probably mix it up with some muscle relaxers just to have him feeling good, you know, sitting in the seat or some shit. That boy was out of it, man. Like, he like, I'm pretty hyped up, but this guy was like, oh, bro, oh, bro, oh, you gotta do, oh, yeah, do this, no, oh, like, just going off. I was like, dude, this guy is suit. probably how you were feeling about the subscribe guy. Dude, Oscar was like tweaked out of his mind i was like oh my gosh shut your ass up dude shut up who's with him uh mario lopez uh i don't think pete davidson was out there yet i think he went up there just for the ben fight he was hosting the event i believe pete davidson you know who that is uh, that, yeah i like him yeah that guy was uh, hosting the event um snoop dogg and uh, two other dudes I don't really know. I guess they're like famous commentators or public figures. I'm not quite sure. I didn't know who they were. But they were all up there and Oscar just did not shut the hell up the whole fucking fight for uh, Frank Mir and Steve Cunningham, heavyweights. Frank Mir's professional boxing debut uh, basically was what you expect from a MMA former heavyweight champion just was not it. That's not his cup of tea. I can I can respect. I mean, you're a combat athlete. I can respect you dipping your toes in it, but I don't know. He just didn't have that fight. He was just like, um, even his he had his hands down, which I hear Ali used to do, but that boy was a goat. But I don't know his head movement. He just looked very stiff to me. I was like, this guy's gonna get pieced up. They had Pete Davidson at one segment. He helped host a slap boxing event during Triller, bro. So during this boxing event, a slap boxing event was happening too. Blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck is happening out here, bro? And on top of that. Rick Flair came out of the gated door. Woo! He started doing his little fucking dance and shit, how he was. And he hosted the slap boxing event, just counting down, just, all right, one, two, three, and then they'll just slap each other. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, saw some dude get rocked by. But yeah, just literally got rocked, bro, like KO'd yeah. from a slap. Imagine that. Imagine how hard that slap feels. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Fuck that. That was, that was pretty crazy, bro. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So UFC's going to start doing stuff Nah, like that? the dude claims that the UFC would do something like, well, imitate it in a few months or something. I was like, dude, you're higher than Oscar right now. Ain't no way UFC will fucking get a fucking slap boxing in the middle of a UFC event. On top of that, oh. this shit is explicit as fuck. This shit's on ESPN, UFC is. Triller, explicit, bro. The commentators, like Snoop Dogg, everybody cursing. They have the fucking um, artists. They have, like, hours and hours, or not. I'd say about a good two hours, maybe one and a half, of just the artists fucking uh, performing. 
So they had Justin Bieber. That was the finale for Ben Askren and them before they came out. Uh, They had uh, E-40, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, uh, Doja Cat. Really? Yeah, the one that's like, uh, put your head on my shoulder. That song. (laughs) Okay, that that was lit on that song. But hell yeah, shit's fucking jam. Uh, that sounds like a good time, though, honestly. I mean, if you're there, yeah, but to say that UFC will imitate that, nah, you're, you're Oh, crazy, no. I, and, uh, what's it called? And the super thick chick, bro. I didn't <laughs> know who it was either. I never heard any of them songs, so I was just like, who is this thick chick? God dang. I'm just, <laughs> just watching the show, like, damn. And, yeah, bro, just, just ex- <laughs> like, explicit, bro. So, like, they're just out there. Explicit music just going off, like no, no like bleeps, no pauses. So it was pretty interesting. This is the second one I've seen so far. Interesting, bro. Um, really and then funny. your boys came out. Ben Askren came out to. I'm not sure if you got to hear it, but he came out to. We want the funk. <laughs> Gotta have Gotta that. Have. <laughs> he came out to that. Yeah. Dude in front of him had a sign that said, this is Ben. And he just walked into the ring. That shit had me dying. And then Jake Paul came out with uh, a big-ass robot. I'm not sure if you've seen that. Yes, I've seen, I've seen videos in it with it. Yeah, the whole time, the fucking commentator, Snoop Dogg, literally, bro, like, unfiltered. Yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Is that a fucking robot? <laughs> like, I'm telling you, unfiltered, bro. Like, I'm not used to it. I'm used to, like, some filters on events <laughs> and shit. But this is, like, straight unfiltered shit. Kind of my cup of tea, but at the same time, it's just something different. So, you like, yeah. like, the fights were mediocre to average at best. It's some dude... Like, I mean, the dude connected with his wrist, like boxing. Yeah. His wrist. Imagine it hit like your, the, your love handle. This guy pleaded that it was a low blow, bro. Was on the ground making a scene that it was a low blow. They look at the replay. This wrist hits his love handle area. The dude's on the fucking ground screaming, squealing. Even had a fucking medical trainer chick check on his peepee and shit like what yeah like he had me down there she's over there like looking and shit like making sure he's good dude had to get carried out on a stretcher bro they look at the replay it's nowhere near his junk at all dude on the love handle guy was getting pieced up the whole fucking match and i guess look for an easy way out who's this guy dude uh, some I guess amateurs or professional, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, All I know, he had green, blue hair, and he was just acting a fool. And then main event came, and that boy Jake Paul got the work done. Pieced up. Ben Askren with the the punch. Boom. Overhand right, I want to say. If not, it was just like a crazy streak. He, he connected, I got kind of inside there. I was like, oh, Saw Ben's legs start shaking instantly out for a little bit. Gets up. I don't watch boxing as much. I watch more UFC. Yeah. Found out 
that after you get hit like that and you're fucking on the ground getting up, you have to, like, stay straight up, bro. No swaying. You have to, like, just stay up. You good to go? Yes, sir. All right, walk to me. Walk, like, basically in a straight line, bro. Ben got up, dazed. You can see him swaying left and right. Walk to me. His equilibrium was off. This is what I got the words of by Javier out there. And I didn't know that rule. I was like, oh, so that's why I be seeing boxers, like, heavy breathing when they get knocked out. They just, like, stay there, like, just, like, shock, you know, like, just heavy breathing, trying to, I guess... Have every bodily function just say, stay straight up, bro. Do not sway. Uh, they, look, they look stressed out when they do that, huh? Yeah, that's what I always wondered. Like, they just be heavy breathing, just like, oh, shit. All right, walk to me. Walk to them. All right, you're good. Ready to go. Ben was just out of it. Which brings me to my next point. Do you think he was out of it, or do you think this whole thriller shit is rigged you think it's rigged that's what a lot of people are saying like you go on twitter or anything and just search up triller about every post is this shit is rigged instagram post going off do you think it's rigged i don't think it's rigged rigged. Uh, like just for jake paul is my best guess i guess i'm saying who would that benefit jake paul if it's rigged but it's not rigged. And if it was rigged, how much money is he throwing out to the opposition and to the judges? And, Into Ben. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it makes no damn sense how it would even be rigged or why even people would. I guess people are just no. not on the Jake Paul boat. Like, they really just do not respect this guy one bit that they're, like, trying every piece of, like, theory to say no this shit's rigged yeah i don't i wouldn't say it's rigged you know it might be but i I don't think it's rigged but uh yeah i don't know man i think i think ben could probably kept fighting which i mean that might have ended up to him getting knocked out knocked out but i don't know i think if they would i think if they would have just like let him get back in his corner and uh you know, just reset like how they do, and they'll like re- meet in the ring in the middle of the ring or whatever. I think he would have been good to go, but I wonder if anybody told them about that rule about you have to stand straight up, no swaying, like don't even like. That's what I was thinking. Because I feel like because I didn't know that rule because I don't tell you I don't watch boxing, but I got told while watching it like his equilibrium was off, and I was like, "What are you trying to say?" And he's like, "Well, in boxing." It's not like UFC where, you know, you, you get up and you, like, start swinging, you know, like, you're, you're trying to fight. But in boxing, it's like you have to be, like, like straight, like, you're good. Not no, oh, shit, like, I'm still yeah. little dazed, oh, fuck. Walk to me, oh, shit, I'll get to you this way, not in a straight line. Like, you got to be good. So I was like, oh, I didn't know I'm that. sure. Little. I'm sure someone told. I mean, I, I, I would imagine they knew, but yeah, uh, I wasn't too excited. It was not a very intense fight, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like how I was imagining it, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I need to get that clip. I need to. I feel like 
the day you said you put some bands on Ben Astray, and I was like, why would you do that? But uh, I have to like go through all the episodes to see which one it was on. But I don't know, because his, his hands aren't really lethal. He was a grappler, wrestler, all of them. Shit, he's a very great wet wrestler, Olympic wrestler. Mm-hmm. Gotta get that out, straight up hands. I don't know. I see the, I see now that he's calling out. So he's calling out Nate Diaz. Which then... makes no sense to me, just because the man can brawl. Like, don't get me wrong, he, he can go out there and piece people up. But his specialty is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Exactly, that's... Exactly. I think that's I think that's this whole thing. Like he's just like I'm an amateur boxer or like I'm a professional boxer, and I I, I want to fight fighters who specialties in other things until I'm ready to fight a boxer. Well, I hear that's what boxers do. It they get the weakest oppositions to their startup game, and then probably like what seven eight wins down the line. That's when they actually get decent competition. That's my best guess. But Did they do the in the boxing D- match? Dylan Dennis also went out there and says, in his words, uh, I'm going to go out there and KO this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's also a brilliant. Supposedly, he says he's the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu on this planet. Yeah, I've, I've heard he's good. I've heard from Joe Rogan that he would tear your fucking limb off. Easily. That's what I hear, huh. too. And then, like, if you look at his fights, they're, like, quick. If him just trying to tap the dude out real fast. Can he yeah. transition that into boxing? Man, you might go out there and sprawl, you know, hit the mitts. But do you actually go out there and sp- spar boxing matches? Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I want to see him. I kind of think he just wants that he might want to fight Dylan Dennis. Just to get to Connor or something, which I think Connor and him would actually be like a real fight, since Connor already has a taste of it. I feel like Connor should just take it and stop UFCing. To be completely honest, just start UFC, just to go box Jake and then retire after that. Just retire right now in the UFC and just go straight to boxing. That's just my opinion. I feel like he lost. I feel like he lost his UFC pizzazz. Ever since he went up against Floyd Mayweather. He got all too much money, huh? He just switched his whole fighting like his whole fighting style transitioned into boxing after that. He went out there, fought Floyd, two years already away from UFC, goes back, picks the weakest starter in Donald Cerrone. No disrespect to your boy, but... Like, every fighter literally states that Donald Cerrone is the slowest starter in a fight. Like, once the bell rings or the buzzer starts, times in, takes him at least to, like, round two to get going. And then Connor, on the other hand, is the fastest starting. So off the back, he's already in your face. So to take advantage of a slow-starting Donald Cerrone, beat him in 45 seconds, think you're Mr. Hot Shit, then go to Mr. Uh, Dustin Poirier rematch, get pieced up, first time ever getting knocked out in the UFC ring, 
and now they're going for the third one in July. I just don't think I don't think he has it anymore, man. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. He has a him and uh, Dustin Poirier were supposed to be off their fight, but nah, apparently it's, they it's, had it's to. already. It's already signed. It's, yeah. Well, they you know you say that they were gonna cancel it. They weren't gonna. That fight. was just that was just uh, Connor okay. being salty. For uh, Dustin, Dustin went already after it was already signed and shit. They went out there and apologized, saying I shouldn't have uh, put uh, this business out in the public. I just so passionate about my charity that it just got to a point where you know I had to put this dude on blast. But I apologize for everything. That that event is gonna be at the T-Mobile Arena in July, I think, twelve, and it sold out in seconds. Yeah, seen it. The one that I'm going to sold out in minutes. This one sold out in seconds. That's crazy, dude. I feel like some dude just went out there and bought them all, about to make killing. And then speaking yeah, of UFC, Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. I'm not sure if you've seen this, but it went to all five rounds. And Bobby Knuckles went out there and pieced up. Kelvin, from round one to round five, I feel like Kelvin had one round, but just got demolished by Robert. And now it might be Robert versus Israel. Like I said, what happened? The only dude that's making a case out there is the dude that beat um, my boy Kevin Holland, Marvin Vittori. And that boy is just... Trying to state that he's ready for the champ, which I don't think is going to happen after taking apart, picking apart a week, not a week, but uh, on wrestling Kevin Holland. I don't think that plays a big case for a championship run, to be honest. Luis, Luis, the violent Bob Ross Pena opened up the fight card. And won by unanimous decision. Or not decision. Won by decision. I'm not sure if it was unanimous. I think it was split. That was a good fight, man. That was, Nine and three. Yeah, that dude right there. That that against Alex Munoz. I, I thought Alex Munoz won, but Lewis did. And that was good. And to land, leave on this note. I fell in love with Tracy Cortez in the women's flyweight division. Went all three rounds. She won. Uh, I think also by split decision. And I don't know, man. 27 years, same as me. Just just had me feeling some kind of way. Like, I'd purposely not take out the trash just to have this girl beat me up any day of the week. Do it purposely. This is the fifth week you haven't thrown the trash. Like, please, one more hit. And I ain't talking weed. She have Chinese employers? She's Mexican. That's all I know. She came out of Selena, which was who I grew up listening to with my parents or with my mama. So that was just like, oh, my gosh. She's just the, the piece I'm missing in this puzzle, ain't she? And then the other two were just borings. They were they all they all went to decision. Oh, that's probably why this is probably one of the most 
boring UFC events I've watched in a minute. They all went to the decision. They all went all their rounds. If it wasn't for Tracy Cortez out there catching my eye, I probably would have <laughs> snoozed. But at the same time, I was keeping up with the Trillery event. So it was just a lot of fights and hard to keep up with each one. Especially with Triller having so much shit going on. It's like, what the fuck is happening right now, bro? And then I look at the UFC TV and it'll just be wrestling and wrestling and more wrestling. So it was, it was just boring on the UFC event part. But next week, coming live, episode 8. Jay Bands, Denton, Texas. The man, Jacksonville, Florida. Be a rainy, <laughs> rainy weekend, but I get to see that man get the belts around his waist and new Jorge Masvidal. I like the sound of that. You gonna see Shevchenko versus Jay Bands? I put some money on Jessica Andrade or Andrade. I don't even know how to say her name. Andrade. But she's a beast. She is a beast, bro. Like, you might see a new, what is it, flyweight? Uh, is it flyweight? Strawweight. You might see a new strawweight champion. And Thug Rose Nama Yunus. She's going against one of the greatest so stra- strawweights I've ever seen. Why Lee Zhang gonna see a cracker of a fight right here? A living legend named Chris Weidman. I'm not sure if you know that name, but he's been in the league for a minute, bro, since I was a kid. Chris oh. Weidman, he's the one that knocked out Anderson Silva back in the day for the belt. Only American, I believe, knocked him out. And Long hair? Nah. Oh, no. Yeah, sure. He's going to be fighting uh, UFC tough winner Uriah Hall. And then a light heavyweight bout between Anthony Smith and Jimmy Crute, which is going to be gonna be all right. Speaking of that, I'm going to have five early prelims to watch and four prelims to watch i'm gonna have a big old day so i'll be what time you there? what's up what time are you gonna get to the stadium i'm gonna get there as soon as i can once i land go straight to the hotel do some day drinking ah shit with the Maybe. bands that the man has right now probably not probably will depending on how risky i'm taking the credit card <laughs> But the fights start at 5, the early prelims, prelims at 7, and the main card at 9. So I'll probably be there from 5 to 12 in a different state. I think it's going to be raining the whole time I'm there. It's nice, though. It's going to be different. Yeah, it'll be different for sure. At first, before you said Jacksonville, Jaguars, do you think they might win their division? I didn't even know. I was like, man, I'm going to a random-ass city in Florida called Jacksonville. What the fuck does Jacksonville even have? And then you said that to me today, and I was like, oh, snap. 
Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about them guys. Uh, so, yeah. We'll be in a pretty nice city, I'm guessing. Yeah, you take some pictures, bro. Yeah, I got my camera ready. The man out there in a different state, so it's going to be a different vibe. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm just going to be dude. But, yeah. What are your last words for this episode, J-Bands? Yeah, uh, I'm just working on a little project for the listeners and for our The Man With Bands podcast. So hopefully by next episode, we'll uh, be able to shout that out so everyone can go check it out. Ooh, he said sneak peek till next week on what we're working on. Suspense is going to be killing y'all just like draft is. That's all I got to say. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's about it, man. Honestly. Dang. It's a nice little podcast. A little Don't freestyle you know. off the dome. This is a Jay Bands podcast right here because he had all the notes. If it wasn't for him, I'd probably make a five minute podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Go and. Follow them socials, the man with bands. If you Google the man with bands, you'll probably find all our links to Apple. Hopefully, Google is up and running yet. I've been seeing they've taken a while. Audible, Spotify, and don't be shy to hit that subscribe. Of <laughs> course. <laughs> yeah, so. Appreciate all you gals and guys listening out there. And until next week, here's your weekly sports forecast. Till next time, we out.